Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome to episode 336 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, where tonight we're going to have a small celebration, of course, that we indeed reached 25,000 subscribers this past Sunday during our Wednesday Raven Awards Oscars boycott. So uh, thank you again all so very much for uh, your love and for your support and for uh, pushing us over uh, the 25,000 subscriber mark. Never thought um, that I would ever see that day. Uh, so uh, thank you uh, is really all that I can uh, really honestly say at this point. Uh, also, of course, we'll talk a little bit about the Raven Awards Oscars aftermath as a lot of stories have come out from the Oscars. There was, of course, an assault. There was questions and are still questions of whether or not that assault was staged or not. And ultimately, I don't think it matters as much as the bigger issue, which is that it just, to me, caps off what was already the downward tumbling of the Oscars. Uh, I've mentioned this previously on several streams about how much I used to love to watch the Oscars, to play Oscar bowling, to do all like of the, you know, predictions and such. There are videos from me back in college where before I even started doing YouTube officially, where I uh, did a couple of videos for, for another channel and I actually had a friend on who was as much of a movie lover as I was and we just broke things down. We just talked things through and it was so much fun. It was so much fun to do that. And I think a lot of the stories and a lot of what we're getting from the Oscars, I think, just really go ahead and show us that the Oscars, and they haven't been for a long time, but I think that maybe this might be that last point for some people to say, yeah, the Oscars are done. It's no longer about awarding the best films. It's no longer about awarding people for a lifetime of work. Instead, it's it's all about how to play identity politics it's all about how you try to utilize the political agendas of the day for ratings or for you know all kinds of personal gain and it's it's really sad it really 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 is sad so anyway we're going to talk about that and other things and of course the raven awards as we had several uh Great winners. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home was a big winner at the Raven Awards. And, of course, the film Dune, which got a lot of hatred in the chats during the actual live broadcast of The Ravens, uh, but ended up getting a lot of love in the actual voting process. So Dune did very, very well also. And the stream... That was on YouTube, did get taken down for several minutes for those that missed it live. Yeah, uh, YouTube pulled my stream for several minutes because of the video packages that I had put together while we remain live on DLive, we remain live on Odyssey, I assume that we were live on Twitter, and I think that because I was still live on those platforms, I think it just goes and continues to show just how ridiculous YouTube's platform and YouTube's rules and, and and YouTube's policies truly are because I was actually able to re-upload on Odyssey 
a, a, a better version of those videos. So I was able to reclip the show so that instead of it being the point where the show got taken off of YouTube and I was, you know, moving things around and talking to my Odyssey fam and everything like that, I was able to put up what I called the Odin cut. So if you want to see the Odin cut of the Raven Awards, it's exclusive on Odyssey. If you watch the Raven Awards on YouTube, you'll notice that there's a lot of sections that got cut out because of copyright claims. So, yeah, uh, it's it's pretty crazy. But because I, I kept, or rather because I cut those uh, claims, or rather because I cut those clips from the show, uh, based on my reading of it, it means that the video can remain monetized, but I keep my live streams unlisted anyway, so I, I don't really exactly know the purpose of even doing that for unlisted videos. Again, YouTube system is completely broken in that. As far as anyone who donated from that stream, I, I don't know exactly what happens with that. I, I'm pretty sure that monetization when it comes to ad revenue, or what, rather when it comes to copyright, is specific to ad revenue and not to actual donation revenue. I, I'm not 100% on that. I, I'm not an expert on that. Again, I, I do this for fun. Uh, and so whether or not that happens or not, I honestly don't know. And ultimately, if 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 that happens... Yeah, I'll be ticked off and I'll, 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 I'll fight just because I, I would rather, basically I'm going to fight to say, oh, no, 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 you will not give that money to this giant corporation. Instead, you give that money back to the person that donated it because I would rather not get any of the money that was donated via Super Chat on that stream than for these giant corporations that YouTube plays ball with to get a, a single penny of anything that was actually donated. Ad revenue, okay, whatever. <laughs> that, that That's, you know, ad companies and everything like that, okay, whatever. But if it's the hard-earned money that people donated out of the kindness of their heart, again, if it was that big of an issue, even though I think I've resolved it right now, the video is nice and clean, it says monetize. But if I find out any of the money that was donated goes to anyone else other than a return to the person or to the channel, that it was donated to, I will definitely uh, take action. So I will definitely uh, look into that. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Welcome, everybody, back again. Uh, great to see everyone here. Before we go any further, though, please make sure you smash that like button, light up that fire button if you're watching over on Odyssey. And let's go ahead and get started by saying hello to some people. We got amazing people in the chat. We got Bryant Barth. What's going on? Good, sir. Dr. Dragon, thank you very much for the congratulations. Yeah, 25,000 subs. So, so crazy. We got Laura, the modern major general of the channel. We got Shorty Story in the chat. Cacao and Cookies Minion, what's going on? The Master of Gaming, hail to you. Master of Gaming, Tag State Hollywood despises anyone with differing opinions. This is a fact. This is ultimately a fact. Uh, either they hate you because you have a different opinion, or they don't know that you have a different opinion. I, I mean, we, we, we already know from people who have worked inside the industry that... There are many that have individual viewpoints that they do not share because they know the moment they speak out, the moment they say anything, they're done. They, they, they get canceled. People look at them differently just because of the way they think. There's no real diversity in Hollywood. That's why this, this whole push for diversity at the Oscars is laughable because it's not real diversity. If you bring in someone from another country who thinks and acts the same way you do, and you say, oh, 
but they have a different color skin than I am, I'm being diverse, then you are missing the entire purpose and the entire point of what true diversity actually is. Because true diversity is bringing someone in from another country who has a different culture, who has a different way of thinking, and then trying to find out how to work with that individual. That, that's what true diversity is. That's the very definition of it. But instead, you have these crazy elitists in Hollywood and government who have co-opted this term, have made diversity into a dirty word, when in reality it shouldn't be. Diversity is a good thing. Diversity of thought, diversity of opinion, diversity of culture. Those are things that make for interesting conversations and make for interesting relationships. It's how we're able to grow as humans. But instead, these elitists have decided to try and turn us into, essentially have tried to turn us into the Borg. You have to think exactly the same way. And if you're not a part of the Borg, you're the enemy and you must be destroyed or integrated. It's ridiculous. But anyway, Master of Gaming, thank you for being here. We got Tina, the Empress of the Universe, in the chat as well. Tina B, thank you for being here. She was not very happy with Dune's success at the Raven Awards. But hey, it's okay. Still did well. <laughs> it still it still did well. And as she mentions, if you have a comment or question tonight, please put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment. At Odin lets me know that you're trying to get my uh, attention on the stream. So, again, thank you, thank you, thank you for doing that. It is indeed Tuesday. Stephanie B will be in the chat, but will be a little bit later. We got the cheese factor in the chat. Hail to you. Thank you very much for being here today. Uh, I saw this chat in the live chat when I first started the live stream. Uh, mentioning here, I have not watched this video yet, but I know how much Greta, and again, shout out to Greta. She's in the chat right now. Uh, a good friend, uh, again, good friend to the channel. I've known her for years. And um, I, I know how much she has loved the Oscars. She, her love for the Oscars matches my love for the Oscars. And, and it's probably even more so than even at the height of, of my love for the Oscars, you know? And so to hear that she has a video now that is uh, talking about uh, this impact and the impact on her and her own experiences. Again, just not having seen it, but from from what I'm gathering from this, the commentary, you know, on this, it's sad. It's sad, and it says, you know, again, uh, that link is being posted by Laura and by Tina. So please go check that out. Subscribe to, to to Greta's channel if you have not done so already. She is an amazing person, sweetheart, and. Uh, is also incredibly knowledgeable when it comes to film. Again, she, much like Tina, is is a film historian, which is why uh, in Tina and Steph's new channel, I think it'd be really cool if they're able to work out to get uh, Greta on as a guest, um, because I think that y'all could really pick each other's brains going into movie history and really breaking things down from a historical level, and uh, it'd be really cool to see that. So just just throwing that idea out there. Uh, as uh, Tina and Steph are indeed diving into the live streaming game. So subscribe to Tina B's channel as well uh, to get access to those streams. They're just doing practice runs for now, but uh, so far they've they, they've been fun. Uh, GMikey76, what is going on? There is Greta. How's it going, Greta? Glad to see you here. Uh, yeah, uh, I know that you were probably watching the Oscars, um, and I, I can only imagine, so I can't wait to actually watch um, uh, actually watch what you said. Uh, she says it's just a small rant. Well, hey, I can't wait to actually watch it because obviously 
uh, I, I would love to hear your own your own thoughts and opinions about what went down because I know that you've probably also seen a lot more of the Oscar nominated films this year than I have I have previously. Um, again, I used to be the one that was always going to see those films, and now my local theater has like every single one of those the uh, every single one of those films available. And and again, it used to be that I, I would love to go see them, but now it's almost like I I feel as if I'm betraying. Uh, Asgard, as I've been betraying myself by by supporting these these products of Hollywood, or these at least by proxy, if they're picked up by major studios, even if they're not directly produced by Hollywood. And uh, yeah, I think I think that that is something that is is an important distinction. It's a nuanced position that I'm still working through myself. All right, Brian Bartag to say. Uh, have you seen Last Temptation of Christ? What are your thoughts on it, and how does the movie differ from The Passion? Well, for one, The Passion of the Christ is rooted in Scripture. Uh, it's rooted in Scripture. It's also rooted in some of the visions of uh, Blessed Anne Catherine Emmerich. If you really want to dive into prophecy, Catholic prophecy and private revelation, uh, go ahead and look up Anne Catherine Emmerich. Um, I, I picked up a, a book or two about her prophecies and I can't wait to dive into them because apparently there were a lot of things that the passion of the Christ were influenced by, but most of it is rooted in scripture. Whereas the last temptation of Christ is a Scorsese film and it is a fictional retelling. So even though you might have Jesus and Judas and you might have these characters there, it is complete fiction. It got a lot of hate from the Catholic church when it first came out. And I don't really personally share that same hatred for it. I actually love it. And I love it because I go into it knowing and understanding what it is, which is it's fiction. And it's it's a way in which one is able to, for me, this is how I perceive the film. To me, it is, I think, a really interesting fictional explanation or at least a fictional understanding of the humanity of Christ and the temptations that Christ in his human nature would have gone through, but as both, again, through the hypostatic union, as one divine person, human and divine, would never have given into. And obviously, it leans very heavily into Christ's humanity, and very much not as much into his divinity, which is why it got, I think, why it got a lot of hatred. Um, but anyway, that that's like the primary difference. The Passion of Christ is rooted heavily in Scripture, also in Catholic prophecy, so again, very much a, a legitimate portrayal of Christ and what the events of Christ's life and specifically the last moments of his life would have actually been like, whereas The Last Temptation of Christ is Martin Scorsese uh, making a, creating a fictional version of it based on a book, all right? So it's not like he, he created himself. It's based off of a book, but again, it is a, it's a fictional story, so that's, that's the primary uh, difference there. Uh, Alice McCarthy, what's going on? Good sir, says Annie Wooden. How's it going? I'm House Thor. Congrats on 25K watching Avatar Blame Drunk 3PO. Dude, how dare you? Seriously? On the day, on the day, on the day of the day we celebrate 25,000 subscribers, you you betray me like this. I know, I, I, that's a terrible, it's a terrible uh, Godfather personation. I can't do that voice. But um, how dare you watch Avatar? How dare you watch Avatar during this moment? During this moment of triumph, how dare you? Uh, but anyway, yeah, Baby Thor doing just fine. He had, he had a little bit of a rough night falling asleep. Um, that's because he's he's at toddler age, and so it's getting to sleep that's getting a little bit harder. But once he's out, 
he is out. He's out for the night, so he does a good job. Rosie212, hail to you. Thank you for being here. GMX76, thank you very much for the 25,000 subscribers. Congratulations. I appreciate it, man. Uh, Joey Horn, what's going on? Good, sir. Member on the channel. Hail to you. Appreciate it. Gary Banjo Sandwich, Worthington, time to say the Oscars, was slaptastic for two minutes. Yeah, and that's really not what it's supposed to be. And I think you can already kind of see the wheels... Uh, turning on this right that they are very much trying to utilize this to their advantage because what gets lost in the fray is no one's going to remember the the films that won or the actors that won right that that stuff that's mostly going to be forgotten what this Oscar is going to be remembered for is when will smith physically assaulted chris rock that's what it's going to be remembered for and i think again it's the culmination of a tumbling that's been happening for many, many years, and now it's reached rock bottom where it has truly reached the point of complete and utter irrelevancy. Any type of relevancy, which may have even been slightly there, is pretty much just gone at this point. And Lord knows that, and this would not surprise me, next year, who do you think is going to host the Oscars? It would not surprise me if it was Chris Rock and Will Smith. It would not surprise me for one second. Or at the very least, if that was played up and put into their promotional packages like, oh, never know what's going to happen at the Oscars, would not surprise me one bit. Because they're already using it to their advantage. They're already allowing it to continue to perpetuate, continue to grow. And guess what? Everyone's talking about the Oscars now. No one would have talked about it beforehand. They had the second lowest ratings on record, second only to last year's. And last year's was out during a year in which the vast majority of people weren't even going to the cinema because the theaters were closed for most of the previous year because of the COVID fear-demic. So it's it, it's not good. It's not good at all. Uh, General Wingster says, Be careful, Odin. If you talk about the Oscars, a wild Will Smith will appear to slap you silly. Uh, he can try. The difference between me and Chris Rock is that I'll fall, I'll actually file charges. And I will try to make sure that the fullest extent of the law is brought forward. And if he decides to do it on record, hey. <laughs> like, if he decides to do it live, just like he did that night, hey. I got all the evidence I need, and I will be, asked, I will be asking the judge in the case to throw the book at him. Because I'm tired, I'm so tired, and so sick of these elitist doing whatever the heck they want and getting away with it. Brian Barsus Will Smith incident was intriguing, so they had to go to the Jerry Springer route. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely how it, it came across in many ways. Kakao Cookies Minion says, Congrats on 25,000 subs. We celebrate with pineapple on pizza. Never. That's anathema. That, that has been officially declared anathema. You should know this. That, that, that is, it, it's anathematized. It is not allowed. It is pure evil. Coliseum Builders. We don't hate Dune. We hate insufferable Dune fanboys. Well, I would hardly I would hardly constitute myself as an insufferable Dune fanboy. The only times that I ever even have any type of positive reactions or overly positive reactions to Dune is when I see the hatred towards Dune. So it's like we're just reacting off of each other. <laughs> it's a never-ending story story uh anyway laura says you gotta keep your super chats right 
Uh, so yeah, as I, I mentioned earlier, uh, I, I assume that that is kept. And that's, again, the reason why I appreciate the love that was shown, especially over on Odyssey. Again, shout out to the Odyssey fam for uh, for being there last night and for people joining over on Odyssey. Uh, had a lot of support over there. A lot of people supported using Streamlabs as well. And uh, yeah, YouTube don't get to touch any of that. YouTube don't get none of that. Uh, it's, it's questionable. I don't think that they are allowed um, access to Super Chat money. But YouTube still gets their 30% cut. <laughs> They'll definitely get that. As where he says, Alexers will be rebranded as Oscar Mania produced by Vince McMahon. Oh, could you could you see that? Could you imagine if Vince McMahon decided in the last bit of his life to spend a bunch of money in order to buy out the Oscars and then and then create it in his own <laughs> image and likeness? You know? <laughs> Uh, anyway, I, uh, I I have not attempted to skip any comments. I saw someone say that I skipped a comment. Um, if it wasn't up here on the chat, then, that, again, may, maybe it had already passed up, or maybe I haven't gotten to it yet. Remember, I do fall usually about 20 minutes behind or so, so uh, always be patient. Let's see. Brightburn says, Oh, Father, my dad passed away yesterday around this time. He lived a long life. He was born October of 1946. Volunteered to go to Vietnam when he heard uh, when he was old enough. He was 17 when JFK was killed. Well, I'm very sorry to hear that, Brightburn. Uh, my prayers are with him and with you. Uh, pray for the repose of his soul. May perpetual light ever shine upon him. Uh, and may uh, his soul rest in peace. And may you and the rest of your family as well have peace during this time. It's never easy. It's never easy, but as I always say, and it's not always a message that we want to hear, and it's not always necessarily the message that we need to hear, but this is but this is but a journey. This is but the ship. Earth, our lives here are but a ship carrying us to our final home, and this is not our final home. And uh, we just pray that uh, we pray for the repose of his soul, that he has been carried into paradise. Robbie says, Mike Lowry, Will Smith's character in Bad Boys, would look at Will Smith and just say, that's that bullish. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Especially when you look at the fact that he was laughing, that he was laughing prior to the assault. Uh, Laura says, well, I was here for 25000 and your first copyright strike, big nights. Yeah, seriously. So, yeah, it wasn't a strike. I just want to clarify that. Um, it was not a strike. There is no strikes on the channel. If there was a strike on the channel, I wouldn't be able to live stream right now. It was a, a copyright takedown. So yeah, it's, it's a weird, YouTube is weird. So there's copyright strikes, there's copyright warnings, and then there's copyright takedowns. Takedowns are specific to live streams. Um, and because I, I acted in the way that I did, um, in being able to clip those things out, um, they were therefore, um, no further action, I imagine, will be taken. Harwick says, I hear that Will Smith was a real hit hit at the Oscars. Badoonch. Very original there, Hardwick. Bruce, what's going on, good sir? Thank you very much for joining. Glad to have you back in the chat. All righty. Uh, let's see. According to Jack, uh, Twitter just booted Will Smith. Who knows if that's true or not? That would actually be quite surprising. 
<laughs> Sakurat315, what is going on? Welcome back. Welcome back. Rob D says, tell everyone if they don't get their donation money back, don't ask for a refund. Do a chargeback instead. I learned that from the GoFundMe scandal, not that I donated. Yes, that is very true. Uh, and again, here is the biggest issue about all of that with YouTube. And this is the reason why I always say, hey, if you if you want to support the channel, I appreciate it. Go through Streamlabs because YouTube's not involved with that. Or watch on Odyssey and donate via Odyssey because they don't play that game. Um, the issue with uh, with YouTube is not just the fact that they take 30% of every single thing, but also... There's a like there's a good month delay between the donation and when you actually have access to it, which means technically behind the scenes, again, I, I'm a full-time worker, right? I, I'm a full-time teacher. I don't have time to look and to calculate how much was donated per stream and and how much I should expect. So I, I put a lot of faith and trust in their system. I probably shouldn't, but I, I, I do. And so I do think that uh that, that's why, again, I, I, I recommend highly, and I know that it's it's not as convenient, but, uh, again, only if you want to support the channel. You don't have to. You don't have to. It's one of the things I love about Asgard, right? We're a smaller community, and we're able to highlight chats, and uh, and, and you don't have to, to pay to have your chat read. Really, the only payment you have to do is put at Odin. The beginning of your comment. Gary Banjo Sandwich says the Oscars had a had a slap. The Ravens got taken down for a film clip. We were more of a threat to them, uh, threat than them. What horse peoples? What, what horse poopies? He says. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. And you also can't stop the signal because even though they took it down, guess what? Stream kept on going. Stream never went down on Odyssey. Stream never went down on DLive. I don't even think Twitter took it down. So, again, what purpose does that even serve other than them just trying to make things difficult for content creators? Gilly Chow, what's going on? General Wingster trying to say, as someone who never saw Dune, it's terrible and you're bad for liking it. <laughs> uh, there he is. Glad General Wingster is here. Uh, Abomination, what's going on over on Odyssey? Welcome back. He saw the video on demand on Odyssey. Yeah, I was able to re-upload it uh, with the Odin cut. So again, if you want the Odin cut of the Raven Awards, uh, check it out over there. Basically, all I did was I cut out the beginning and the end. So that way there's no actual like you know playing music and things like that. Um, so that way you don't have to worry about it. Um, and it just goes right into the Raven Awards. And then when I get to the clips, I actually were able to insert the higher quality clips without having to worry about any type of stuttering or anything. So if you missed the second clips, especially, uh, you can watch it over on Odyssey. I, I posted a link to it in uh, one of my videos um, as well. And again, you can obviously follow me over on Odyssey. I recommend it. Uh, low watermark coming back once again, coming back strong. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much for the $50 super chats. Really do appreciate it, man. He says, I was watching Go Odin. Well, thank you, low watermark. I appreciate it, man. Uh, thank you very much for love and support. Thank you for becoming a member on the channel recently and, and also for your donations, man. I really do appreciate it. It is, uh, it's very sweet of you to do that. It really does mean a lot. Thank you. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, I was there, Low Watermark says. I'm still here, Guapo. Snorterpoopus Cube or hello, humans and other quitters. What's going on, Snorterpoopus? Glad to have you here. As you can hear, I'm a little, I'm a little hoarse from from uh, the Ravens because we did uh, almost a three-hour show of the Chosen of Valhalla. We had a wonderful Chosen of Valhalla stream, by the way. So check that out if you missed that one. It, it was phenomenal. Um, it's available via podcast and also available on YouTube. If you go to the live stream playlist, it should be listed there, even though it's technically unlisted. Or you can go to the social media post as well. We had a lot of fun, a lot of conversations. Greta says, I'm actually pretty happy with the winners last night. The only one I didn't actually make it through was King Richard, funnily enough. Interesting. Okay. So you didn't make it through the actual film. For me, the I, I had an issue when that film was announced, or more so when I found out about that film's existence, which was when the trailer was released. And I remember seeing the trailer for the first time in theaters. I immediately had an issue with it because I'm like, wait a minute. Venus and Serena are still alive. They're still playing the game. It's it's one thing if they're like retired and, and, and you know, they're getting to the point of getting, you know, Hall of Fame type of talk, right? And then you're making a story about their life, right? Like Kurt Warner's story, for instance, American Underdog, which I still need to watch. I mean, it's one thing if you're doing that, but these are women that are still active. So to me, it just it automatically came across as just being so uh, self-righteous. Even from the trailer, I was like, ah, why? Seriously, it just it just came across in such a bad way for me. Uh, let's see, Orange Chat says, I don't know why, but I thought you were streaming tonight. Don't know where or why I thought that, though. Yeah, I don't know why either. Um, I definitely was a little later than normal going on to actually hit the live button, but I still was able to start on time. But other than that, things were, were mostly the same. I will say, and, and thank you for kind of bringing that up, Orange Hat, because this weekend, uh, my wife's family is coming in town. And so, therefore, the Saturday evening stream uh, will likely be postponed. Uh, so again, no Saturday stream. I might try and see if I can push it to a Sunday stream, maybe a Sunday evening stream. Uh, we'll see how that works and 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 when they're here and when they leave. Uh, but anyway, just looking ahead, uh, no Saturday stream this weekend because of that very reason. Also, I, I might actually, for my Chosen, I might actually have a date set for the next Chosen stream. And I'll, I'll get to y'all on that when I can. Um, anyway... Laura says here, on a happier note, I saw the outfit with Mark Rylance and Johnny Flynn from Emma, and it was an entertaining movie. Very happy to hear that. Yes, yes, yes. It's good to hear. It's good to hear. It's not making money at the box office. No one's going to see it. No one's heard about it. But, hey, uh, it looked interesting to me just based on the casting alone. Uh, Dylan O'Brien's also in it as uh, as well. So, uh, glad to hear that, though, Laura. Glad to hear that you liked it. Uh, Master Gaming says, I think Chris Rock did nothing wrong. Chris Rock handled it really well. All Chris Rock did was complimentary joke to Jada Pinkett Smith. G.I. Jane is a strong, determined character. Well, obviously, I don't think that they viewed it that way. And I don't necessarily think he intended it that way. And I, I would say, no, Chris Rock did do something wrong because I'm pretty sure he's issu- he-, he has issued an apology. I'm pretty sure that he has issued an apology for a joke. Um, I've, I've read his apology, but I remember that was making the rounds as well. And it's like, nope, you made, you broke one of the cardinal rules of comedy. Don't apologize. 
Will Smith was the one that was in the wrong, period, and stop. Now, I'm one that I'm not for, uh, you know, the making fun of the physical appearances of people. That's just not something that I, I am typically fond of. Um, it's something that over the years, especially, I, I've become less and less fond of it, uh, especially when it's something that's beyond uh, someone's control in, in many of these situations. But, uh, but yeah, definitely think that he didn't do the right thing uh, by uh, apologizing for his joke, which I think he did. Uh, let's see. Hardwick says, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars is unoriginal. He's clearly ripping off that time. X-Ray Girl slapped Ryan uh, during the Vegas meetups episodes on Friday night tights. Or it's that they were trying to match the craziness of one of the last crazy events that I could think of where people were involved. Um, was it at the Oscars or the Grammys where Borat descended from the ceiling and it was Eminem? Uh, who he landed in, and it was, uh, that that I think was was partially staged, or at the very least, when um, Life is Beautiful, I think it was the film Life is Beautiful one, and the guy like was on the seats, right? So if it was staged, I think that's what they were going for. However, uh, it did not come across uh, as well <laughs> as I think they they intended it to. Definitely did not come across as well. Jack says, got myself some pizza, no pineapple in sight. Boom, Jack. Then you have got the best type of pizza available. Uh, all Godfather Odin now? No, I, I, I would, I, I just would not be able to do the voice, and would not be able to, do, <laughs> would not be able to do the voice any sense of justice either. Uh, by the way, we got ZK Man over on Streamlabs. Thank you for thank you for circumventing YouTube and their uh, let's just say their fascist policies. Thank you so very much, ZK Man, for for going around them and donating via Streamlabs. Uh, and thank you for the twenty five dollar donation via Streamlabs, where his message is twenty five for twenty five. Well, thank you very much for that twenty five for twenty five thousand subs, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, and uh, I hope we can get you and Mr. Roy uh, and Rosetta on our next chosen stream, as well as any others who have not. Uh, I know that they have been, uh, especially Mr. Roy and, and K-Man, have been the ones that have not been able to be on as much, um, but uh, hopefully hopefully, uh, getting things in advance and scheduling things in advance, as I think I can actually give you all a date in the next couple of days um, for the month of April. Uh, will definitely be a benefit. It would definitely help. And again, if you're watching on any platform, whether it be Odyssey, YouTube, DLive, if you're the only person over there, doesn't matter. If you have a comment or question that you want read by me and read aloud, put at Odin at the very beginning of the comment. At Odin at the very beginning of your comment. Uh, it's a way for me to keep myself organized. So even if you're the only one on a platform, I still need that at Odin because it's the only way I can keep myself sane. Marbury Dog says, Will Smith and Chris Rock are co-hosts. Great call. Again, I think that that's... I would not be surprised if that is at the very least floated it around because, let's be honest, again, they had the lowest rated Oscars of all time last year, the second worst this year. It's clear that the three hosts did not do much of anything to uh, to bring up the numbers. I mean, it's marginally better than what it was back last year. And then you have so many other factors to take in, like people being able to see a lot more films, a lot more films coming out uh, compared to last year's Oscars and, and everything to that effect. So also, too, 
for those numbers that were being reported were those including people that started to tune in once they found out that someone had gotten physically assaulted. Who knows? Uh, Rosie Joel, who is a member on the channel, which is why she does not have to tag, uh, says here, Will Smith was paid more for that movie than it made. And Richard Williams abandoned his first family and left them in poverty. Who would want to see a movie about him? Hey, that's a great point. That's a great point. And yet, those are the kinds of films that are getting rewarded. Those are the kinds of films that are that are getting attention. It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Arrest Will Smith, thank you for joining the channel, says, hey, hey, how's it going? And I agree. Throw the book at him. I don't care if it was staged or not. Uh, all that it does is it perpetuates this image that you can slap somebody and have no repercussions on live television. And what is what image and what message does that send to any youth that have seen that? Because guess what? First class of the day today, uh, rather first class of the day on Monday, and every class after, first question that I was asked, hey, did you watch the Oscars? Hey, did you watch this? And I think if we're going to try and perpetuate nonsense um, like that, and, and, and some people have even tried to justify it, Dangerous game. Uh, Care Avon, what's going on? Fear of FEMA, what is going on? G-Man in the chat as well. Griffin Turbo is here. Rosie G12, who is a member, says, Agreed, Odin. They will use the incident next year. The left never let a crisis go to waste. Facts. Rules for radicals. Absolutely. Snorbibs Cubers, a member, says, If we could get Chuck Norris to kick Amy Schumer, I might watch that. <laughs> I'm not I'm not one for violence. If it was in a video game, okay. If it was maybe using that uh, deep fake technology, but not not in real life. Uh Slicer have not made much progress in DS9. I just I have not had the time. Again, I work a full-time job. Uh obviously this past weekend I had yard work to do, I had family work to do, I had the Chosen of Valhalla stream, I had the Raven Awards. I I I just I did not have the time. I did not have the time to set things up. So, uh, unfortunately, I have not made any further uh, progress in there. So, Orange Hour Views is a member. Says, Jim Carrey says he would have sued Will Smith for $200 million. That video will be out there forever. And he had no right to hit someone over words. And I agree with him. Now, do I think that he is being genuine do I think that will that I do I think that Jim Carrey is is not using this as a moment for him to put attention on himself? No, I think that it's a publicity stunt from him as well. I I think that at the very least, from him saying that, I agree with his words, and and I hope he's sincere. You know, I I hope and pray that he's sincere. I don't feel like he is, but I hope he is. And if he is, then kudos to him for speaking up. But yeah, I, I think that uh, an action needs to be taken. No doubt about it. Uh, Brian Barth says, I'm not a fan of Dune. Is that I just don't like the acting. It feels just not good. Nice visuals. does have beautiful visuals. I don't think acting is the problem in that film. The issue with Dune, and even I'm willing to admit it because I don't think it's a perfect film. I just think it's a solid film. Uh, one of the biggest issues actually is more so the writing. And it's because they wrote it to be a a, a two-part, three-part uh, series. I know that they're just planning the part two, 
but they they plan it to be that way for there to be a cutoff at a certain point in the uh, story. And I think that they chose a very weird part to cut off at. And I, I don't think it benefited it. You know, I, I don't think it benefited the, the, the telling of the story, but the acting, it was not the problem. The acting was actually really solid. You don't have to like the actors. I know there's a lot of people that have opinions on the actors, but keep in mind, when you have a very negative opinion of an actor, we know that clouds our judgment. We know this. We know that when we have a very strong opinion about actors, it clouds our judgment and then calls into question our judgment. Just got just want to put that out there. Tim Elf says, Hail Odin, what's going on? How's it going? Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Uh, Gratisetta says, Did you know the first deaf man won an Oscar? And that's the first time the same character from the original and remake won. No, didn't think so because no one is talking about it. Greta, exactly. And and that's cool. Like, that's the kind of stuff that the Oscars used to be about, right? Of saying, this is an amazing story because it is giving time to someone who otherwise it, it would be marginalized, right? W- would not be given even a second thought. You know, I, I think that's I think that's incredible. And you're right. No one is talking about that. Also, I didn't know it was a remake. I had no idea that Coda was a remake. And as I mentioned, because of this nonsense of what happened with Will Smith, no one's going to remember Coda winning Best Picture, and no one's going to win. No one's going to remember much of, uh, you know, much of the winners from the show either. Rome is falling. Welcome back, forever sci-fi, in the chat as well. Slicer neons. In lighter news, my own dad's birthday is today. Also got a new job, hopefully doing road construction. Well, hey, congratulations on the new job, Slicer Neons, and happy birthday to Slicer Dad. Uh, Awesome one. Let's see. It says here, purple head shall carry us forward into the future. Yes, indeed. Uh, G.I. Jada, what's going on? Input latency, what's going on? Welcome back to the chat. Appreciate you being here. Saw someone mention mac and cheese. I had some mac and cheese. I had uh, it was uh, pork chops over uh, wood pellet grill and mac and cheese for dinner. It was delightful. It was delicious. All right, Philly Hobbit Allen. I don't know how this is going to come out because my voice is still tired from from the weekend. Uh, but anyway, Philly uh, Hobbit Allen. Thank you very much for the ice cream donation. It's about all I can muster. Thank you. Uh, as McCarthy says, I'm not. I'm still not fully convinced that the slap was real. Seen too much bad WWE storylines to make my mind up. Agreed. I think that we are definitely tainted by having watched so many years of wrestling and and of staged fighting uh, to really be able to have one. Uh, you know, to have <laughs> have a real opinion on it because it really could go either way. But the police apparently were indeed. Inform. Uh, Abomination over on Odyssey, thank you for tagging, says maybe the Academy should have forked over more money to pay for one man instead of three women. <laughs> yeah, remember that joke, which landed with no one, really? Uh, and then he also says Jim Carrey terrorized the other cast members filming that Andy Coffin movie. I doubt he is sincere. Well, all right, well, I, I, to to counter that, 
the Andy Kaufman film was many years ago, uh, and, and people can change. I think there's more recent things in the history of Jim Carrey's career and Jim Carrey's real life that we could look to to criticize more so than that. Because people can change, right? People can change. Uh, let's see. Grenier says, had their first time from a fellow Catholic and cynic towards entertainment. Well, hey, thank you. Welcome. Welcome, uh, brethren in Christ. Uh, Will Gentry, or uh, General Winkster, already said it. Already said it. I vow only to God. Welcome back to the chats. Uh, Rosie212 says, 30% is so uh, usurious. We'll sign up for Streamlabs after stream. Yeah, and that's the beautiful thing about Streamlabs is that you don't even have to sign up for it. You just click on the link, you fill the things out, and then it just works. If you have PayPal, it works even easier because you can just connect your PayPal to it. Um, and if not, then it works that way. But yeah, an honesty as well. Uh, they have a way where you can uh, donate either via any crypto that you've developed over there, but also you can do direct donations as well. But yeah, I always highly recommend it because, um, again, it, it, it enables less money to go to the giant corporation. <laughs> I only about a God sad to say my woman is doing a lot better. Thank God Almighty. Well, praise God for that. Glad to hear that. Uh, again, low watermark. Thank you again for the $50 super chat. I really do appreciate it. And thank you very much for being in the chat on the uh, Raven Awards. I do appreciate it. Rob D, time to say, do you think John Campia will ever win biggest chill at the Ravens? I feel like he secretly watches every year, crosses his fingers, and would gladly accept it. You never know. Yeah, um, I still haven't had the time. Um, I was going to do it today, but... Um, don't worry, everyone's fine. Uh, but uh, my wife was in a a car accident. Uh, again, everything everything's fine. Uh, more so to the car than anything else. Uh, she was in a, she was she was a passenger. But um, basically, that uh, uh, I was off early today because we had uh, ACT pre SAT testing today, so we got off a little bit early. So I was going to try and use some of that time to be able to work on some of the stats for the Os uh, for not for the Oscars. Uh, some of the stats for the Raven Awards, right? You know, going into uh, you know number of nominations, number of wins, and things like that. Um, but uh, yeah, I definitely I know John Campia is a multi-time nominee. I want to say he may have won it one year, but maybe he hasn't won it yet. You can go ahead and look at OMBReviews.com uh, and look at the previous Raven Awards and and figure that out for yourself if you want. Uh, before I go through and and try and add some facts. Uh, Mark Lizette says, Dune won similar awards at both the Oscars and Ravens, cinematography and special effects. Boom, there you go. There you go. But only one really has any sense of legitimacy to it, I would say. Awesome one, what's going on there? Is that a unicorn? Is that a unicorn? Are you trying to pinch a unicorn, awesome one? That's what it looks like. Graph Web says, the cancel Disney+. Plus." think a lot of people are definitely in that position, not just with Disney+, Plus, but so many other things. Uh, Bryant Barth says, did you know that Coda won Best Picture despite not winning BAFTA, Golden Globes, or a lot of the film critics uh, first in a long time? Well, okay, first off, film critic awards don't mean anything for the Oscars, really. Um, again, this is this is the knowledge that I had for the years that I followed it. So, for one, film critic awards don't mean jack. BAFTA awards uh, mean a little bit more, but really also don't always match up either. 
their track record is 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 I guess better than all of those ones that you've just mentioned, but really aren't aren't that big a deal. Golden Globes are a joke. Golden Globes should never ever be brought up ever again because they are a complete joke and they sh- they really don't have any bearing on on the Oscars. If you want to know what to look to as far as predicting those types of things, you look to for that one for best picture, whatever won the PGA. I don't know what won the production uh, the PGA award this year, but that's the one that you have a very high percentage similarity with. So again, it's not a guarantee but usually there's a high percentage uh, high percentage with if it wins the PGA award, the Producers Guild Award. Um, you then also look to all the other Guild Awards too. Those typically also give you an early sign of, of where things are and where things stand. Um, and then also too, as I've mentioned before, if you have an editing nomination, your chance of victory goes up that much higher. Uh, Coda is actually a film that does fit into a trend that is actually a lot more common in the more recent Oscars years where it only had three nominations, I believe, and it won all three of its nominations, which is, again, one that has happened before, um, but uh, is, is again, it's not always a guarantee. But I would say, because I, I don't know, or I don't know if it won for editing or not, or if it even got nominated for editing, um, but no, uh, Golden Globes are a joke. Don't ever bring those up again. Film critic critics awards don't mean a dang thing at all. And, and BAFTA, again, also typically not a good uh, outlier either. So, yeah, you're, you're using the wrong ones there, man, man. Uh, Save the date says uh, awesome one. I think they're about the uh, the next chosen of Valhalla live stream. Uh, let's see. Adam Shawhan, what's going on? Good, sir. Uh, Roma's falling. Thank you for tagging uh, properly. He says, Twitter apology is fake. Rock has not issued anything yet. Ah, okay. Glad to hear that's fake news. Again, throughout the day, full-time working, all I can do is really kind of glimpse at social media. And so when I see things trending, all I can do is make quick, quick assumptions on that. Uh, Rosie G12 says here, I, let's see, it was nothing, it was a nothing burger joke. He was doing his job as Americans really, are Americans really that thin skin now, especially because Will Smith laughed at himself, gee whiz. Yeah, seriously, he was laughing at the joke and, and then all of a sudden he changed. And that's why a lot of things were trending on, on Twitter the other day. And this lady says, the Academy Awards really respect a great filmmaking. Last night in Soho would have been given a crap ton of nominations. I completely agree. Last night in Soho was vastly overlooked, and that is an incredibly well-made film. There's no doubt about that. I would even say, even though it's derivative, nobody. Also, I think, a very well-done film. Uh, there are a lot of other films that I think would have been much worthy of nomination. For sure. Um, let's see here. Uh, Hardwick comes in to say, have you seen the 1947 Danny Kaye version of the secret life of Walter Mitty? It's available on HD and Amazon prime. I've not, I've seen the remake and I actually like the remake. I know some people may not like the remake, but I do. I actually thought it was, uh, well done. And also it was the only time I think ever in film that Kristen Wiig's characters actually, uh, what, what do we say? Bearable. She's not awful. 
Uh, Stephanie B, welcome to the chats. How is it going? Hey, yeah. I mean, we go where the chat follows, and it is definitely a part of the aftermath of uh, of the Oscars and of the Ravens, for sure. I do think it is interesting how different countries got different uh, versions because of the censorship that exists in our own country and not in other countries. Uh, Mr. Peabody, what's going on? Good, sir. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, Only by the God. Thank you very much for tagging. Says, Chuck Norris once got bit by a rattlesnake, and after six agonizing days, the snake finally died. Oh, yes. Got to get the Chuck Norris jokes in there. (laughs) Always got to get the Chuck Norris jokes in there. That's fantastic. Uh, Let's see. Joseph Oaks tagged to say, fellow teacher here. That's all my students would talk about yesterday as well. Yeah, I mean, it was big news. A lot of them know who Will Smith is. Um, and obviously, it got all over the social medias. And so I imagine that a lot of them who are obsessed with TikTok and other social media platforms like TikTok probably saw it a lot. And uh, again, I, I worry for our generation. I worry for rather our, our kids' generation because they are seeing these images and what didn't happen? There was no official announcement of this was staged. There was an apology from Will Smith. There was an, a, a pseudo-apology from the Academy. And then there was a really awkward moment where Chris Rock didn't know really where to go with it, which makes it seem like it was not staged based on his reaction. Really, It really does. So what does that teach our kids? Oh, yeah. If, if someone makes fun of you or if you think a joke has gone too far... You can assault somebody with no repercussions. Is that what we really want to teach our kids? Or even worse, uh, hey, yeah, if you have a certain level of influence and if you are an elitist, you can get away with anything. Uh, Look at Alec Baldwin's situation. You can get away with murder even, potentially, allegedly. And that's why when you ask, you know, it used to be where back in the day you would ask a kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? And they would be like, I want to be an astronaut, you know, I, I, I want to be a, a scientist. I, I want to uh, work on these amazing things. And now, what's the common thing you hear? I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be an influencer. I want to be a gamer. Not that those things are bad. But I, I definitely think that it's events like this that continue to degrade our culture. And as our culture continues to degrade, our, our future becomes that much more concerning for me. Uh, especially as one who gets to see the future generations and the things that they focus on and the things that they care about. You know? Rob Deep. Uh, Were you surprised at any of the Raven results? I was surprised Dune got as much love as it did. Kind of surprised Ghostbusters got no love. I figured Spider-Man was going to win everything. Yeah, so I was not surprised by the amount of love for Spider-Man because I feel like that was the film that most people saw. But keep that in mind, too. When it comes to the Ravens, we're dealing with a lot of different people, a lot of different backgrounds. In general, I think that there are a lot of film fans out there, but I would say the vast majority of Asgardians are not fans of modern film to the point where a lot of these modern films don't get watched. So when you get to a film like Spider-Man No Way Home, that's a film where a larger portion of the audience and a larger portion, therefore, of the voting audience will have seen that film, meaning that if it's in a category with other films that they maybe haven't seen, 
it's going to be the one they go to. Same thing with Dune as well. So I think that has more to do with it. And that's why I do want to have a revamping of the Raven Awards. Uh, Obviously, I still want it to be with the Asgardian community's feedback. That's why I I mentioned this um, on Sunday that there are plans that I have to try and and revamp some of the categories with y'all's input and, and maybe also think about another way in which we are able to choose winners or... Um, you know, maybe have it be where there is, you know, kind of like that, you know, it's the Asgardian people's choice, but then there's also, you know, not to, again, this is where I get, I want to be careful because, you know, I don't want to become the Oscars 2.0 basically, but, you know, to have more of a quote elitist group where it's people maybe like me or Tina or Greta, um, or, or, or people like, like Hardwick. Right, you know the issues that sometimes we and Hardwick have with each other, but uh, you know Alex McCarthy, people who, and again, if I'm if I'm leaving you out, it's not on purpose, but people who actually watch modern film, people who actually watch the new films that do come out, because I do think that a lot of these categories and a lot of these victories are definitely ones where, okay, you know, how many of these films were not watched? by the people voting, right? How many people voted for the one film that they did watch and then not really giving an opportunity or a share uh, to other things? Uh, Yeah, I know, Tina, you don't watch most modern films, but I do feel like you watch more than a lot of others do. Um, Or at the very least, you're willing to watch the uh, Mahler streams where you essentially get to watch the film uh, as well. So, but anyway, I think that that might be something uh, to look into. You know, at least to have a group committed, right? Again, you don't have to have any criteria, I feel, other than to say, I commit to watching whatever films are nominated and and then making my choice from that. You know, I think that that could be, uh, I think that that could be an interesting uh, way of looking forward. Again, that's just an idea throwing around, right? It's just an interesting idea, I think, throwing around. Uh, Master of Gaming says, are you sick of identity politics? I recommend you see Ambulance, which is a remake of the original. Michael Bay always entertains some with Roland, uh, same with Roland Emmerich. I am, I'm not the biggest Michael Bay fan. The last good Michael Bay fan that I can, Michael Bay film that I can even remember liking was The Island. So, anyway, Greta says here, no, I meant uh, Anita from both West Side Story. I meant Anita from both West Side Stories movies once. Oh, okay. So you were saying two separate things. So so the first time that a, a deaf actor won for best actor and the first time that an actor won for a remake. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, and that was another sad one because, again, I haven't seen West Side Story. I don't really want to see the new West Side Story because I, I think it's completely irrelevant. You know, I think it's completely irrelevant. Um but uh, it's sad that it was all, you know, she decided to make her speech all about identity politics. And it's sad to me. Here's the sad thing. The fact that she has limited herself. That, and again, this is obviously her choice. But it's sad that she has been pushed into essentially this identitarian box where she views so, she thinks of, she thinks so little of herself. And I mean that. And I mean that because when you only say I am identified as this and this is what defines me and it's one thing, I think that's an issue societally because we are so much more complex. Uh, Harvey says, I know you gave away a Blu-ray of Old Henry, but did you keep one for yourself to watch? Yes, I have 
and I do plan to review it when I have time, but I just don't have time these days. As we this says, actors, cloud, movie judgments, Schwarzenegger, Stallone, Ryan Reynolds, cloud, my movie opinions. Yes, this is true. It happens both in the positive and in the negative. There's no doubt about it. The important thing is that we need to admit our own biases. I always try to do the best I can to do that. Uh, Andrew Hayes says, hello, story came in late. What were the Oscar ratings this past Sunday? So they are the second worst of all time. Uh, second only to last year, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, Rosie 12 says, uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock aren't good enough actors to pull that off uh, if it was fake. It's a very good point. Uh, I think Chris Rock should be given more credit, to be perfectly honest, but I get your point. Uh, let us see. Glenzer says, Coda, Dune, Nightmare Alley, West Side Story, Best Picture nominees that have been filmed before RIP originality. Yeah, seriously. You know? And they have before tried to push for new categories like Best Popular Film, for instance. Um, yeah. It, it's it, it. The Oscars really have just, again, they've been dead for a long time, but even more so. Uh, Nate Slay says, was the actor you like doing impressions of good or bad? Um, I can't think about ones that I like doing. There are some that I, some that I can do. Um, I guess my favorite to do is actually the one that we all do on Friday Night Tights, and that's uh, Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. Uh, Marcus Cato, by the way, haven't seen a movie. What's going on, Marcus Cato? Glad to see you in the chat. Uh, let's see. Hardwick. Uh, I'm inclined to think that Jim Carrey is probably still a jerk. Just look into what happened with his girlfriend from years ago. The one who killed... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Yeah, again, as I said, I think there's reason enough to question, but I I always want to give the benefit of the doubt um, and and hope and pray that that someone has gone through a conversion, and it's not up to me to judge judge their, their soul. Victor Fontaine says, I knocked out before... I knocked out the first 14 episodes of DS9 Season 1. Looks like I'm waiting for you to catch up, by the way. The board game episode is Episode 9. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I'm still around Episode 7. Uh, still around Episode 7. Might be able to get an episode or two in tonight. Um, it is is my hope. We'll see what happens. Um, anyway. But as I said, I've been busy. and There's just so many things I want to do. Uh, Bob Moore, what's going on? I, I would actually agree with that. I'm actually interested in Coda. I have a free trial to Apple Plus um, because of the wife getting a new Apple device, and then I upgraded. Re- so I have access to it, and it, it does sound intriguing to me. I, again, I, I do think that the deaf community does not get a lot of uh, uh, stories, and the fact that this is, a, again, it's an, original, it's an original story written with these actors that's the kind of stuff that we ask for, right? You know, where Hollywood is much more interested in taking a character and then changing key parts of the character to try and push identity politics. This is a film where it's like, no, we're just going to tell a story and we're going to tell a different story. And to me, that sense of originality is something that I like. So I'm actually very interested in Coda for that very reason, because it seems like a, a, a pretty original film. I haven't seen it. I can't speak to that, but it actually seems like it's at least being an original film. And so uh, it, it's one that I'm definitely one to give a shot to. At the very least. At the very least. Cat uh, in Philly, what is going on? Thank you very much for the congrats on 25K. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, again, crazy. Thank you again for everyone being here for the 25K uh, celebration, as it were. 
Um, let us see. Abomination says, if it were staged, that would make it even worse because that would mean they planned to show violence while saying violence is bad. Yes. Great point. And he goes on, from what I've heard, you need a translator to watch the West Side Story in English unless they changed it and added English subtitles. I don't think they did because I'm pretty sure that was a very specific mandate given from above by Spielberg, which to me is ridiculous because... If you watch it in any other language, I'm assuming that you're going to have those parts that are in Spanish in that other language. So why is it that he exclusively said, only for the English-speaking audiences do you not get the translation? Talk about elitist drivel. Nathan Slay, I mean, have the Oscars ever really been relevant I can name you a bazillion most influential films ever made that are great and didn't get Best Picture nominations. Oh, no, again, I agree. I definitely think that uh, there is... Uh, I definitely think that there are a lot of films that don't get recognized. And there there have, again, there have been holes in the awards. The awards have never been perfect. But I do think you can go back to especially like 30s, 40s, 50s, and you can look at the films nominated for Best Picture the films that win Best Picture, and you can say, dang, we, we, got ourselves, uh, uh, we got ourselves a pretty good group here, right? So I, I think that that is definitely something. I think that is definitely something that is not as common in today's world. And you can even go back as you know, in the early 2000s, and you're like, man, there's, there's some pretty good films here. So uh, Awesome One says, when you make fun of my oneness... I'll cry. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even know what that would look like to make fun of one's awesomeness. How does one do that? Uh, Laura says, yeah, no love for Cage's pig performance. No, none at all, you know? Uh, and, and and that's the other thing, too, is that ever since they started to really push identity politics, and again, really, we can look at the last 10 years, I would say, five last five years most especially of all, 2016 was a pretty big year in which a major shift happened. I think that, and ever since the first time that the whole Twitter hashtag, ask, uh, Oscar so white, ever since that happened, I now have to basically put an asterisk next to every single one of these uh, Oscar winners, you know, because what, you know, what kind of identity politics led to some actors getting nominations when maybe they shouldn't have, whereas others got snubbed, you know, snubs happen every single year, right? There's great performances that happen every single year. And so there's always going to be snubs, but what would have pushed someone to get in who might be of a certain ethnic background versus someone else who might be more, more talented, you know, and I think asking about uh, Nicolas Cage, you know, who got in when when he didn't, and this is something that I, if to me, the Oscars, I think, could raise themselves up to at least 20% higher of a level, in my opinion, and yes, that's an arbitrary number, I'm just making it up, a 20% higher increase of respect, if they tomorrow said, we are now going to be fully transparent with voting and we're going to release all of the stats for the last however many years that they've been tracking it because that would be so incredibly interesting for me. You know, I love numbers. I love diving into that stuff because I would love to see, okay, how many votes did X person lose out on or 
You know, what was what could have been the 10th film nominated this year? What could have been the sixth film nominated this year? You know, just by how many votes did the number one question of all for anyone who, who who's ever followed Oscars history, just how many votes did Shakespeare in Love actually get in comparison to the other films that year? These are the questions that we need to know. I think that I would at least have a 20% increase in respect if they said, full transparency, here's all of our data. I would love that. Because it would give me some numbers to, to look into. It would be fun. Uh, Sizer says, once Chuck Norris was invited to a bake sale, there were no survivors. The death count is still rising and the search for the bodies is ongoing. Dang. Uh, that's that's rough. Uh, 70B says, why does Ezra Miller keep getting jobs as he is a documented abuser? It's a great question. You know, uh, they're so quick to judge and tear down Johnny Depp. But Ezra Miller can do whatever he wants and actually can do worse things in a lot of ways. Remember when he pushed down a woman? It wasn't there. wasn't the full story that the woman he pushed and pushed down to the ground that she was pregnant. Yeah. That got swept under the rug pretty quickly. Could it be? Could it be that maybe he's being protected because of his own, uh, you know, because of his supposed or you know alleged orientation? I don't even know what his orientation is because that that that, that doesn't mean anything to me, and that should not mean anything to anyone, right? That, that should not be what defines a person. That should not be what defines your opinion of a person. Right? We should, we should be viewing people as people. As I always say, human beings are puzzles. Giant, multi-faceted puzzles. And the problem that I have with identity politics on every single level is that you are taking a piece of a puzzle and saying, this is who I am. And it's like, no, that's not. All that type of mindset does is divide. It divides, it destroys, and it's sad. Awesome One says, I can't stand Odin's movie choices, but hey, I like Odin. Hey, Awesome One, that makes me sad. That makes me very sad. Um, I do have a couple of movies, though. Um, this one actually didn't have... A uh, didn't have a note in it, so I don't know. I don't remember who had sent it to me, but uh, I got Guess Who's Coming to Dinner on Blu-ray. So shout out to whoever sent that to me. I'm assuming Rosie G12, but again, she can confirm that. Uh, but thank you very much because I've actually never seen it. So I got that on Blu-ray, and then uh, one event. This is for especially for my uh, <laughs> my devout, strong Catholic uh, group here. There's this amazing uh, presentation that I got to see called Sacred Relics of the Saints, Treasures of the Church. Um, and it deals especially with a, 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 very, uh, a very powerful story about St. Maria Goretti. If you've never heard of St. Maria Goretti, even if you're not Catholic, I recommend looking up her story. It shows the power of forgiveness. And I think it kind of challenges us. Would we, would we be willing to forgive if we were in a similar situation? And I think most of us would not. And yet... What did that forgiveness do? Look it up for yourself. Maria Goretti. Uh, ZK Man says, forget acting or being an astronaut. When I grew up, I wanted to be like Odin. Well, thank you, man. Yeah, when when you grow up. (laughs) 
Oh, man. Let's see. Harvick says, have you ever seen Mitzi Gaynor movies or television specials? I know you like musical theater, and she is one of the all-time best song and dance. Uh, I don't know her enough to say one way or the other. I would need the actual names of, of the movies and such to, to say one way or the other. And I'm behind the chat, and uh, it's it's been very close to jumping on me, so I don't have the time to actually look it up. Uh, Jacob Ironside says, Hail, are we surprised what happened at the Oscars? Hollywood is not known for producing upstanding people. This is true. This is true. Alice McCarthy says, I want an RIPD special award. Uh, well, here's the thing. We already have the Kathleen Kennedy and Ryan Johnson Excellence of the Crap World Building a World for the Worst Film of the Year. Um, I would only consider the RIPD special... I would only consider the RIPD Raven Award if it were to replace that. But I don't want to replace that because I really like that as a title. Um, anyway, over on Abomination... Uh, let us see. He says, Wikipedia says they, them all over the place from when I looked because I knew nothing about the guy. I think I found real life version of plot armor. I'm assuming that's referring to Ezra Miller. Yeah. Would not, it would not surprise me. And that's the reason why Wikipedia is, is a joke. You know, it's a, it's an amazing tool. I mean, think about how much information is available on Wikipedia. You know, like there's so much information on there. But the problem is, is that especially when you get to anything where there are any type of uh, of, of politics or any type of, of potential political messaging or controversy, it, 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 it's just it's all of the articles get filled to the brim with misinformation and uh, and purely identitarian political messaging. Uh, Superfan on chat, Shawhan says, I'm still not buying another popcorn yearly bucket. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I still have mine, and I can't remember if they had extended it into 2021 or not, or if it's extended 2022. Um, yeah, I might get one over the summer because uh, I do plan on seeing some films over the summer. I really want to get back to that. I'm hoping that theaters continue to recover. It's a slow process, but they are recovering. Um, and I hope they get to a point where they start to have the earlier uh, matinee showtime so I can see multiple films in a day. Because I really want to get back to that. Because that, that's kind of my roots. I miss going to the theater, doing my instant reactions in the car, uploading those on YouTube as my instant reviews. I miss that. And I just haven't had the time. And and also, uh, another major reason is because... Uh, remember that Osmo pocket that y'all, that y'all helped to fund? Well, it, it broke... Um, and I think I mentioned this like months ago, it's been months now, but I think because the battery hadn't charged for a long time, it it just didn't work. So I I literally have plugged it in. I've done pretty much everything you could do other than replace the battery, which is like my next step. Um, but anyway, like this was what made doing the, the, the vlogs in the car very, very easy. Obviously I can use my phone, but it does again, I think it's a lot more dangerous with the phone than with anything else. So, uh, but that, that's one of the reasons why, um, that's one of the reasons why, uh, but also of course there haven't been enough films and I have enough, I have not, I have not had enough time to actually go to see them. Sorry. It took me a while. Modelicious, but 14 minutes ago, you donated a $5 super chat. Modelicious. Thank you. 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 Very much. Uh, says, who else only knew the Oscars happened because of the Smith Rock slap? So, uh, Modelicious, so I knew because of the Raven Awards. 
uh, because I host the Raven Awards every year, the last four years. Uh, we just had our fourth annual Raven Awards, and so it's our Oscars boycott. So I have to know when the Oscars are happening, and only because I have to know when to schedule uh, my show. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, man. And that reminds me. And again, Greta, if you're still in the chat, you know, and I know that I've talked with Greta about this before. Uh, as I said, we, we've known each other for many years. I remember, uh, you know, getting up early uh, to listen to the nominations. There was a time in my life where I lived in California. I, some people may not know this about me, but I spent nine months in L.A. doing an internship there uh, when I thought that I wanted to get involved in film production. Um, and I remember the Oscars that year. And I remember because we were in Pacific time, it was really early in the morning. I remember getting up to, to hear just the nominations. And again, that type of joy stolen away. It it, 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 is infuriating. It really is. But thank you, Middleicious. I really do appreciate that. Hamilton Burger says, just got here. Did something happen at the Oscars? I was watching the Raven Awards and missed it. Yeah, Hamilton Burger. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Thank you for watching the Ravens. I appreciate it. If you want to see the uncut version before YouTube took the stream down temporarily, uh, check it up over on Odyssey. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty phenomenal. Uh, I really am happy. I really, really am happy with, uh, with the video packages that I made. Uh, Greta Zenner says they had random segments of top five favorite fan moments, which was weird and out of place. Yeah, I heard about some of the random stuff that they added in. I, I never actually saw any of it, but um, man, uh, again, it's they for some reason. And again, it's it's because either they're I mentioned this previously with other things, either they're evil or they're insane. They just don't understand, right? They think, oh, this is how we reach out to, 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 to young people, right? I remember, like, they were literally, I would not be surprised if they were paying them, they were literally reaching out to influencers on social media trying to build up hype for the Oscars, and guess what? It didn't work. It did not work. And all of these things they're trying to do to bring in this younger audience is not working because the woke crowd that everyone tries to placate to is a small minority of people on Twitter and a bunch of bot accounts that make it seem like they they have power in some way, but in reality, they don't. So while you try to appeal to this incredibly small group of mostly non-existent people, you then isolate the vast majority of other people who just want to be entertained, who just want to be able to sit back, relax, and say, hey... The movies were actually fun this year. Let's see what the best film of the year is. Oh, my favorite film didn't win. Go. Now I can talk about it and be angry about it, but then also have good discussions with people who disagree with me. Again, I go back to back in the old days when you would go to see a movie, you'd go out of the movie, and what would you do? At least for me, spend hours in the parking lot debating, breaking things down, talking about them. You know, it was... It, it was so much fun. And and I feel like there's just been so much joy. That's why one of the best things since the pandemic started was those first times going back to the theater, especially when, you know, I think Spider-Man was really special, especially because it was a lot of people in there. It was packed and it was like, oh man, this is right. This is what, this is what the crowd reaction can do. How crowd reaction can have such a profound impact 
on uh, our enjoyment of, of, of film and our enjoyment of the experience. Uh, let's see. Greta says, Coda's great film. I recommend it. It's original. It's heartwarming. Greta, glad to hear it. If there's, again, you know, there's few people that I take film recommendations seriously from. Greta is definitely one of them. And Greta, as I, as I said before, she is someone that is still keeping up with modern films. And uh, glad to hear Code is good. And yeah, I do have access to it. So um, definitely on my list. Definitely on my list. Uh, Emotionally Exhausted says, Smith slapped a French reporter at a red carpet event in 2013 when the guy tried to kiss him. He goes from zero to slap instantly. It was real. Also, any idea when North by Northwest will be released in 4K? Um, I don't have an idea on North by Northwest being 4K. Wasn't there some production issues, I think? I normally would promote a channel for information like that because there is a channel that focuses a lot on physical media. However, I'm choosing to no longer support his channel because, one, he blocked me on Instagram, and two... He had really bad takes. <laughs> and he also doesn't understand basic biology. Um, so anyway, uh, unfortunately, I no longer have a go-to. I actually, no, I do I do have a go-to. What am I thinking? Midnight's Edge, After Dark, Tom, a great physical media collector. He might actually have uh, some information on that. So go, go check him out. I, I can support him. Rowdy says, I think the Oscars are going to start staging events like what happened this year just to get people interested to watch. Dresses mysteriously coming undone, falling down, massive brawls. I don't think the first one, man, too much of the woke elitist have too much, uh, they they have too much power. And and that type of, you know, sex sells mentality is is a thing of the past, I think, at least at, at least in those circles. Hamilton says, what is perhaps the saddest about the whole affair is that nobody will remember King Richard in five to ten years. But people will remember Will Smith's laugh forever. That will be his legacy. Agreed. But also think about it. Think about all those films that were nominated, the films that won. Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be remembered. And it, you know, barely got much attention. Barely got much of anything. Um, and again, you can argue whether or not the film is good or not. And we can definitely, you know, we can, we could definitely debate over that for sure. But I I think at the end of the day, we look at other films, films like nobody, uh, films like, Oh, one, one that, uh, kind of went under the radar. Was it from this year? or Was it from this last year? Again, these last few years have really, uh, uh, kind of gone away, but boss level, Boss level was fantastic. Um, there's so many good films that we get, and no one talks about them. Uh, let's see. Mr. P.Y. says, uh, with 1,000, we got a onesie. At 25,000, we get a shiny purple head. Yes. And you will enjoy the shiny purple head. Uh, Greta adds on to say, in the new West Side Story, they speak in Spanish and then immediately say the same thing in English. I saw the movie with the Spanish speaker. Interesting, Greta. Interesting. That definitely changes the dynamic, and I do trust Greta. However, do I trust the Spanish speaker? <laughs> but again, that makes sense, too. That does make sense, too. Um, but... Uh, also, that just that that to me is stupid. 
And I say that is stupid because from a writing perspective, why would you write the same thing twice when you could just write this? You could just write it once with subtitles and then move on. I don't know that. That again, I I think that that still makes it lean pretentious in my opinion. But yes, I did see in the live chat Stephanie B say wrap it up. Yeah, we are uh, at one hour and twenty five minutes. I have about seven minutes or so before wrapping things up. So please slow down on questions. Uh, I would really appreciate that, so I can try and get to. The remaining questions that have already been asked. I'm at 8.06 in the chat. It's 8.24. So, again, I'm roughly 20 minutes behind. So, I, again, would appreciate if y'all could either hold up on the questions or just um, continue your conversation with each other. Awesome one. What do you think, man? Why do you think it's still purple? Why do you think it's still purple? Of course, of course we're still in the season of Lent, man. Come, come on, man. The 40 days of Lent. Four days of Lent is crazy, though, that we're just a couple weeks away from Easter. Favorite time of the year, by the way, in the next couple weeks. Uh, Holy Week is just so liturgically powerful. Um, We have uh, the Easter Triduum, Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday. And uh, one of the saddest things is, uh, you know, obviously I love love my area, I love Chattanooga, but Catholic church is not not a very common thing here, whereas in New Orleans, even though I can't really stand New Orleans uh, for a lot of reasons, um, the one thing it does have is it has a lot of Catholic churches, and it has specifically an amazing parish down there that I miss so much with my heart, uh, St. Patrick's. If, you, if you're ever in New Orleans and you want to go to a really beautiful liturgy and a, and a beautiful traditional mass... St. Patrick's Church, uh, and, and by the way, uh, Greta, I won't be in New Orleans very long, but for Easter, my plan is to going to see family in Pensacola, and this is what I did last year, driving to New Orleans to go to the Easter Vigil um, there, uh, so I know that you probably are going to Easter Vigil Mass or Easter Mass uh, at your church, um, but anyway, just thought 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 I would mention that, that and I'll be in, then I'll be out the next morning. So, <laughs> but if you've never been to an Easter Vigil Mass, oh my goodness, it is, uh, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's so beautiful. Uh, let's see. Awesome one says, so fish covered pizza? No, 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 just cheese. All you need is cheese. All you need is cheese. Cheese. Cheese is all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need, brother. Just a little bit of cheese, you know. It's all good. Cheese is a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. It's a beautiful thing. All right, let's see who else has tag to ask questions. All right, Hardwick uh, says, I've always wondered whether Zack Steiner made the decision to cast Ezra Miller or if it was made by someone over his head. He usually casts ultra-masculine actors in his movies. Here's the thing, though. He also casts what's his name as Lex Luthor, and I think it was one of the worst decisions ever. And yeah, you can try and do the whole defense of well, technically, it's Lex Luthor Jr. It's supposed to be Lex Luthor, and again, no. I I I think that if Zack Snyder didn't choose him, he okayed it. And uh, that's one of the many reasons why Zack Snyder deserves all kinds of blame 
for the mess of a universe that, again, I know that there are people that are fond of it. I know that there are people that are big fans of it. I just, I don't get it. Harvey says, did you succeed in fully getting true lies? Yes, I did. Thank you so very much. Uh, I, I was able to download the J downloader and, uh, it took a while, but eventually, but eventually it did, uh, it did, uh, formulate the folder and in there was, I thought it was going to actually be a, uh, an image file so that I could actually put it onto a Blu-ray disc. And I, I've, I've done that before. And so I might do that again, but also I was surprised because I thought that this would have been a a more pristine quality, not pristine by like noise reduction or anything like that, but it didn't seem as high quality as I thought. I mean, it's cool because I do love that film effect on it, but I guess I was expecting it to be a little bit of a higher quality. Uh, maybe that's something that those working on the project, um, are in the process of working on, but yeah, uh, film preservation projects are, 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 are seriously amazing. Highly recommend. Uh, if you're a star Wars fan, especially check out project 4k, uh, they're known as Project 4K77, 4K80, 4K83. I need to do another uh, Project 4K uh, slash Harmony's Specialized Edition uh, Blu-ray giveaway because um, I gave away a lot. And a lot of people like already had them, but uh, Motolicious, thank you very much for another to, uh, for another two dollars. That's a super chat from ten minutes ago. It says California yuck. Same here. Four years, never again. Yeah. Um, it's a place that I never, ever feel the need to visit. I, I live there for nine months. Weather's beautiful. And that's about all that I can really say about it. Uh, motion exhausted. No problem. Hopefully that helped. Uh, but yeah, again, I, I really think that for physical media, um, great resource on that is, is Todd from Midnight's Edge. I have a lot to learn from him myself. Um, let's see. Speaking of which, I was able to purchase several Blu-rays, 4Ks, so more giveaways. By the way, uh, for people who have recently won the giveaways, I still need to ship those out. Don't worry. Those will be shipped out soon. Again, timing has been nuts, uh, but I do have y'all's written down uh, to be shipped, and I will be picking more winners as the days go by because that, that giveaway is still open. Also, tomorrow evening, I'm recording the podcast with Jonathan Flickinger, so if you are a keeper of the Bifrost level or above... Check um, on YouTube if you're a Keeper of the Bifrost or above. Check the community tab. You should see a post for a Q&A there. Ask some questions. You can have any question you want asked live uh, from, from me or from John uh, Flickinger, who is, is, is amazing. Uh, it, the, the post is on Patreon as well, and it's also in the Discord. And I, I tagged in all of the people that I could who are eligible uh, to ask questions. But, yeah. Ask questions. I like I like the questions being asked for the podcast because we can go into more spicy things on, on the podcast than we than we can than I can really on on stream. And typically, I don't have a lot of uh, questions over there. Uh, Greta says, "I've been to Easter Mass at St. Patrick's before. It's beautiful." And oh man, Greta, I and this is the reason why I wish I could literally transport St. Patrick's here because at some point and the pandemic had a big part of it. They went pretty much exclusive latin mass they still have a they still have an an english mass um but they are just all all of their all the easter triduum it's being offered in the the prime spots are being given to the traditional mass and uh, i'm just i'm so excited to be able to go back and experience it again i really am because it's just so beautiful uh jacob ironside and the other thing too uh 
about the things that I miss is uh, the Walk of Nine Churches. Uh, I, I did it for so many years. I was so sad when I, I think it got canceled, of course, during with the pandemic years, even though it's mostly an outside walk. It's one that if I could ever feasibly get in in time to do that, uh, I would love to be able to do that again because, man, the Walk of Nine Churches is a great pilgrimage. You go to nine historical churches in the city of New Orleans. You do the Stations of the Cross. You get his, uh, If you go with the Jesuit group, there, there's a great historian there who gives a lot of information and uh, it's wonderful. Uh, Modalicious, another two dollars super chat says, "Since since since Sith Oscar slap, does that mean Ukraine is over? I don't think it's gonna be as powerful as the Ukraine story. Um, in 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 basically saying, you know, you know, COVID's over, right? Because everyone's focusing on Ukraine. I don't know if the slap is gonna have that same uh, ability to to last as long in the news cycle. But it does make me kind of wonder: is this that in between before the next major?" problem um and obviously it's allergy season coming up and so how long until how long until we start to see people try to push for because at this point i feel like if they try to push more covid fear it's just not going to end well all right i do need to end things up so uh let me try and get through snyder made awful decisions on dc movies yes he did which is why i still hold to the fact that they're not good films and again you can like them all you want I just objectively don't think that they are well made Um, and you can blame the studio, but I I think it ultimately comes down to Zack Snyder's vision as well. All right. That is all of the comments that have me tagged. So thank you everyone for being here this evening. A huge shout out to everyone for your, uh, for everyone who was able to donate tonight, but also of course, just for being here. Thank you seriously for your love, for your support. Um, um, I I think that uh, it's been a crazy ride that uh, it's crazy to think that again the fourth annual Wednesday Raven Awards meaning that that we've been doing this now we're going into our fourth year fourth year on YouTube in fact it's just around this time four years ago that I did my first video where I, where where I started to break down the box office for the first time it's crazy it is so crazy uh how much time has flown by and so again thank you for being a part of the 25,000 subscribers. Uh, thank you for being a part of these live streams. We have a, a smaller but mighty group of, of, of people that are always present for the live streams. Also, huge shout out to everyone that showed up to the Wednesday Raven Awards. Uh, again, didn't expect to have, you know, well over 100 people. We, we almost had, we almost were up near 200 people. Uh, and it's just amazing. So so thank you all so very much, uh, seriously, for, for your support. If you do want to see the full show, if you if you missed the Raven Awards, uh, I recommend watching the Odyssey version. Uh, so go look at Odyssey. Look for the fourth annual Wednesday Raven Awards, and you'll get the higher quality clips where I have uh, some pretty great scenes from several films, and uh, it's of a much higher quality than it was live on air. And if you watch it on YouTube, again, a lot of things are going to get cut. But anyway, thank you. Seriously, 25,000 subs. It's awesome. Y'all are awesome. Uh, you you truly humble me. And again, simple teacher, doing this for fun. And y'all keep it fun. And uh, I can't wait for more and more years of of even more fun. Uh, and also to continue to try, we, we just recently did our taxes and, um, let's just say when I was itemizing all of the things, it took me three hours to do this. 
when I was itemizing all the things that I spent that I that I bought in 2021, the vast majority of which were Blu-rays and 4Ks for giveaways, it just made me so incredibly blessed to to know that I was able to give so much back just even in that small way of 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 people being able to get movies that otherwise they wouldn't have been able to get or or to afford or you know just to be able to provide some joy with saying i won something you know uh but anyway it's yeah i don't think anyone wants to see how much i spent on on blu-rays and 4k's and steelbooks for giveaways it's 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 kind of insane but anyway as i always say everything that i get from this because this is all extra income for me um all of it goes back to either you know getting movies uh going to the movies uh and then also putting it back into the channel uh, especially trying to do as many giveaways as i possibly can so seriously from the bottom of my heart thank you all for your love for your support and um to another twenty five thousand subs maybe who knows <laughs> we'll see anyway uh i'll see you all on friday night tights this we actually wait a minute i might not see you on friday night tights depending on when my wife's family comes in. I think I can still do the Friday night tights. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that that's typically how it works is I can do Friday night tights, but then the Saturday stream, uh, because we typically will do dinner on Saturday and not on Sunday because of flying uh, Saturday and not on Friday because of, so again, Friday night tights, I most likely will see you all there. Um, so uh, look forward to that. No Saturday stream. There might be a Sunday stream to make up for it. Uh, pay attention to social media for that if that decision is made. Valkyrie, I know that I'm kind of springing that on y'all, but if y'all have plans already or can't make it, then, hey, that, that's okay. Uh, again, we are still in the season of Lent, so continue to offer up uh, prayers for the people of Asgard who have asked for prayers, uh, opportunities for people to be able to fast and abstain from things that are uh, distracting away from the faith. Uh, and uh, anyway, seriously, I love you all very, very much. It's been a very special moment. It's been a very special time. Uh, you guys seriously are all amazing and beautiful people. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, uh, a rest of your week. And as always, um, again, thank you and God bless. And now for a huge shout out to all of my March Patreon subscribe star and locals members. Starting off first with my Patreon members, animation commentator Brandon, let's go Brandon, Brian P, Christopher Bowman, Father Christopher Miller, hail to you Father, Father Damian Cook, Fuzz Aldrin, Garrett Searles, Hannibal Grimm, Harold Francis, Hymir Ari Hymason, Inflamed Wood, Jacob Juice, Jeff Toon, Joe Horn, Jonathan Carney, Gomer Kyle 79, Laura, The Modern Major General Story, Mike Jackson, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mondo Spieler, Mr. Peabody, On to June, Orange Chat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Rosetta Allen, Stan Andrian, Miss Martin Muses, Theodore Benden, Tina Bojan, and of course, Tina B, the Empress of the Universe. Also, a shout out to my Subscribestar members, starting off with Trent Johnson, Matt317, UAB Mad Dog, Mike Jackson, Storm Tracker, The R, Nosferatu Gatsu, Stan4, John B, Mr. Roy, Glinzer, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., Dean Heiss, slash the new number two, Jerrod the Beer Guru, and ZK Man. 
Man, and a final shout out to my locals members, Kara Tharp, UAB Mad Dog, Mike Jackson, and Robert Barnes. And lastly, a huge shout out to my newest locals member, Brett D90. Thanks, man. Thank you all so very much for being supporters, monthly supporters of the channel. And if you want your name shouted out at the end of every single live stream and every single video, please check out the pinned, uh, right out of the pinned, the, the, the very top link in the video description. It is noted as the Willow link there. It'll bring you to. Uh, basically a link uh, tree of all the different places that you can support on Patreon, Subscribestar, or on Locals. And also there are other tiers that you can get access to as well, including an Army of Asgard level where you get not only the shout-out, but you also get access to a giveaways channel that I have on my Discord where you get uh, offers of giveaways, or rather you get access to giveaways of 4K titles, Blu-rays, uh, digital codes, all kinds of stuff, steelbooks. It's just, uh, I'm giving away stuff all the time over there, and it's a lot of fun as well. So go check that out if you're interested. There's also the Keeper of the Bifrost level, which is the higher level up than that, and you get all everything from the previous tiers. Plus, you get access to a once or twice a month podcast that I do with John the Flickpick Flickinger, where you get to ask us Q&A, right? You get to ask us questions, uh, any question that you like, uh, movie or non-movie related. We will answer them uh, once, maybe twice a month. Uh, we're trying to work on a second opportunity for us to, to have a show, but right now it's at least once a month. So again, you get access with that with the Keeper of the Bifrost level. And then there is the Chosen of Valhalla level, the very premium level where you get access to all of those things. Plus, you get to be featured on the channel once a month with me and the other Chosen members where we talk about movies and 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 stuff. Anything really that the Chosen want to talk about. And it's always a very fun discussion. We usually have about three, three and a half hour discussion. So again, that's what you get access to at the Chosen of Valhalla level. Also, you get a free t-shirt during your first month. All you need to do is just let me know uh, what t-shirt you want from the store and also their size location etc and i send those out anywhere in the world anyway you guys are all amazing and beautiful people thank you all so very much again for your love and for your support have a wonderful rest of your day and as always god bless